3: To episode 419 of the Veasan Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host Josh Applebaum. Happy Thirsty Thursday, everyone! We have a ton to get to today, guys. I am excited. We have a full MLB slate. We have Thursday night college football. We have Thursday night NFL football. I got some props. I got to play on a total. I got to play on a spread. And, yes, you heard that right. I have some props. I have two prop bets. I think there's a way to target tonight uh, in particular, looking at one team offensively against the other. So we're going to talk about uh, Jags and Cincinnati, obviously, uh, but also a ton of other stuff to get to today, guys. we got WNBA. So uh, I hope you guys uh, were thirsty for WNBA action with our total system with overs. started a little sh- little shaky, one and three. Uh, won its last two or three, I believe. So we got a couple plays here on the totals tonight. Will we be going over? Got to wait and see. But two WNBA games. College football, NFL, a big packed MLB slate. It is good to be alive and sweating in the arena on a big thirsty Thursday, guys. So yesterday, a fantastic bounce back in MLB. Here's the thing, guys. You got to stick with MLB. I know the previous night it was a little up and down, uh, but a great breakthrough night last night. Huge bounce back. Eight and four plus 2.23 units on the night. Started the day off with Colorado. Uh, pretty sharp line move there. Like a little plus money or even uh, They actually ended up getting, I think, to like minus 117, something like that. Colorado Rockies got it done for the team Toronto with a huge hit against the Yankees last night and what was funny is the first four games split you know I got uh, Colorado and Toronto won but the Mets lost actually had a thing a 3-2 lead and blew it there late and the Pittsburgh over didn't hit Uh, and then we got Minnesota and then St. Louis uh, of course on principle when I take them with a little money uh, I I even uh, I feel like I jinxed it I said today's the day obviously they're gonna lose and I'm on them so that streak is over and then Texas couldn't get come through for us either. But what was funny is to start the day, we were one, two, three, and one, two, three, and four. So it's like three and four. You're treading water, but then a huge run the table to end the night. Five straight victories to give us a huge night overall. Kansas City getting it done, breaking it open there late with their bats. Love seeing that. Tampa Bay under nine, hung on for that one. Chicago White Sox laying the chalk, minus 165. San Fran, minus 250 laying it. And then late night Seattle, the gift that keeps on giving. The Seattle Mariners, who uh, my Red Sox are getting nervous. Seattle's coming up the uh, coming up the side here, like a thoroughbred, like Secretariat, trying to catch the Sox. But uh, great baseball day, guys. Eight and four plus two point two three units. Uh, so uh, clawing back some of those. Uh, that that kind of a wash on Monday and down a couple units yesterday. So we're uh, we're back to pretty much even for the week. So now now is when we really get going with some momentum here, guys. But a ton to get to. I'm excited. Uh, As always, we're going to do our housekeeping. Then we're going to obviously talk about the games for today because I think today is a great betting day. Number one, baseball. We got 12 games on the board. I got eight plays I want to hit on. Got some totals. Got some favorites. Got some dogs. College football is interesting. This game with Virginia uh, against Miami. There's a a question mark here with Derek King. Will he play? Will he not play? I think there's an angle to exploit. Then, of course, talking Thursday night football, the Jags. Uh, with the uh, with the Bengals here, I got a teaser opportunity. I got a play on the total, uh, and then I have a couple prop bets I want to share. And then we'll finish off the pod with WNBA. So hopefully we get uh, a spoiler spoiler. Hopefully we get some points tonight in WNBA. Take that for what it's worth. But anyway, guys, after a good night last night, I'll see if we can keep it rolling. Housekeeping, real quick, as always. If you haven't done it yet, sign up for the Veasan newsletter. It's free. It costs you nothing. It's the best way. Acclimate and introduce yourself to VEASAN and just stay plugged into everything, not only at VEASAN, but in the sports betting market. So you wake up to my market insights column, giving you sharp reports every single day, run out of all the shows and the schedules that day. I'll be on BAA uh, once again today, betting cross America, me and my guy, Mike Pritchard. I'll be jumping on Lombardi line at one 30 uh, tonight. I'll actually be joining uh, Danny Burke at six 15 on rush hour as well. So big day for your boy. I'm excited. Thursdays to me, it's like, we're still grinding in the week, you know, the work week. But the weekend is right in front of us. I can smell it. I can taste it. Uh, So hopefully we can make some hay here uh, before before a big fade the public Friday for tomorrow. Uh, But in the newsletter, you also get promos for legal sportsbooks. I wanted to quickly congratulate the great state of Connecticut. I saw a great tweet today, guys. I I quote tweeted it. I wanted to congratulate Connecticut today. Governor Ned Lamont placed the first ceremonial wager at DraftKings Sportsbook at Foxwoods Casino in Connecticut, which is only about... Forty-five minutes from me. So uh pretty pretty sure me and the fiance might have to take some trips down to Foxwoods now that they have legalized betting. But it launches today. Ned Lamont, you can't you can't it's funny with Connecticut. Connecticut's one of those weird states. If you guys don't if you're in New England, you know this. If you're not, Connecticut is like half Red Sox, half Yankees. A lot of like the northern part of Connecticut is Red Sox. If you go anything south, it's all Yankee fans. So Ned Lamont, maybe he's maybe he's a politician, but here, but he placed a twenty dollar bet on the Yankees. To win tonight, which by the way, I think the Yankees, we'll talk to that game actually a we'll play on that. Yankees right now are like plus one thirty-five. So I don't know if Ned Lamont bet to risk or bet to win there, but uh that's what the politicians always do. They give they put 20 bucks on the home team. But that tells you, you know, Connecticut, there's a lot of Yankee fans there. My guy Will Hill's in Connecticut. It's a big day for Will Hill. Um so Connecticut, now the 27th state with legalized sports betting. I think we have like 31 states that have legalized, but now 27 are operational. Uh so it's great to see you guys. Hashtag let us bet. Pretty soon in Massachusetts, I'll be surrounded by all legal states except mine. So hopefully this just provides more more leverage and in uh, an incentive for my state of Massachusetts to legalize because I can go in any any direction, guys. I can go north to New Hampshire, I can go south to Connecticut or Rhode Island. Pretty soon uh, you're gonna have uh, the great state of New York here, who's gonna legalize mobile? That's gonna be massive. Uh, but again, every state of mine. again, hopefully this means mass isn't too far behind, but congrats to Connecticut. You love to see it. So pretty soon in the newsletter, we'll have promos for legal sportsbooks in Connecticut. So take advantage of that. Uh, and then also you'll get uh, all the helpful links in the newsletter every single day. But this is the kind of news that, y- that, that you are, are excited about. Uh, so it's great to see anyone in Connecticut. Congrats. You can go it, to Foxwoods to, um, you know, to uh, any of the casinos down there it's live in person right now. They're going to have mobile pretty shortly, or I think probably first week in October. So again, sign up for the newsletter, vison.com slash newsletter. Then of course, you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey. Sign up for a vsun all access membership. I get every points the weekly magazine. We do each week of uh, my column five games, the uh, NFL games, the wise guys are targeting. You get Dave Tooley's reports, Steve Mackinnon's power ratings. Uh, Maddie humans who's one of my favorite and sharpest people at Vison You get his plays, uh, everything you need there to make uh, sharp bets. You also get, Gamble and, Gamble and Lou and Reed Kuhn biting breakdown. So, as of now, my only play right now is Nico Price, guys. Got Nico minus 170. Let me check. Did Nico move at all yesterday? Did the steam of the pod move Nico Price at all? Let me see. Oh, he did. Whoa. Nico Price up to minus 180. There we go, guys. Minus 170 up to minus 180. Ten cents of uh, closing line value there. Let's go, Nico. Uh, but, of course, guys, reminder, again, if you want to take advantage of Sign up for that uh, that cin all-access membership. Every PSW, you get every afternoon uh, best bet email, letting you know best bet picks from guests and hosts. 20% off the store, you get hats, get merch, you get all the betting guides. I also want to congratulate and say, uh, and make a small announcement here, for my guy Andy McNeil. Andy McNeil uh, had a tweet today that I love seeing because my guy Andy, who is our number one NHL guy at Vison, he announced today that he's back with VEASAN full-time and he's going to do hockey this year. So if you guys know Andy, he's sharp as a tack. He's going to help us cash some hockey bets. So congrats to Andy uh, for another year uh, another year at VEASAN doing hockey. I love it. Uh, but anyway, guys, you want to take advantage, go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You can do a 10-day free trial. If you like it, you can let it renew monthly or save money, get the annual discount. If you don't like it, you can, you can just cancel. No hard feelings. Uh, you'll be able to um, – Uh, Not get charged there, but I think you're going to really enjoy it. Uh, You also get everything behind the paywall, stat splits, power ratings, money versus ticket uh, handles, all that kind of stuff. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And then, of course, get on Twitter. Twitter is where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where you can uh, search players, find out statuses of injured players. Uh, You can also follow local beat reporters. All this stuff is important. You can create a gambling community. Uh, make sure you get on Twitter and follow at visa live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always hit me up anytime via email questions, comments, suggestions. You just want to just want to say hello. I love those emails as well. Uh, and just, uh, let me know who I'm sitting next to at the virtual bar, sweating sharp contrarian plays every day. So you can always email me Josh at dot So on a thirsty Thursday guys, where we got a lot of football to talk about college football game tonight, Virginia, Florida, uh, NFL, the Jags in the, uh, in the Bengals. WNBA will finish off with that. But I want to stick with MLB because we've been grinding MLB for six months, guys, from opening day. We're going to grind it until the bitter end. But these days, I keep saying it, these days of big, you know, 10, 12, 15 game slates, they're they're going to be gone soon. There are there are only a couple left here in the regular season. So let's take advantage. It was a great night last night, 8 and 4 plus 2.23 units. So let's see if we can, uh, we can get some momentum going into today. So first on the board, I took this play yesterday, guys. It, it did not come through for me, but I'm going back to the well. I'm going over in the Cubs-Pittsburgh-Pirates game. What I like about this one, guys, tickets right down the middle with a total. Typically, the public likes to bet overs, but um, this game, it's super low bet, uh, yet, and it's pretty much 50-50 with the total, yet we're seeing a lot of juice to the over. So it opened 8.5. It's been uh, kind of a little bit reverse line move steam, basically, uh, in terms of juice. It's now 8.5 over, minus 120, after it opened 8.5, minus 110 both sides. That's something you can always look at. You know, if it opens minus 110 both sides, that's kind of a fair number that the odds makers put out there. Uh, If you start to see juice creep up one way, that's telling you some respected money's coming in. So I'm going over here, guys. We have juice liability. uh, Pretty good weather here. It's going to be about 70 degrees, 65 degrees at PNC Park. And we do have the wind blowing out about five to seven miles an hour. So uh, it's not crazy, you know, humid and everything, but a little bit of wind blowing out. I've seen some over juice and over money hit the over eight and a half. Then you also get head-to-head. Even though it went under last uh, night, 3-2 to two game, uh, if you look at the last seven games between these teams, the over is 6-1. So you got some over trends working here. Uh, so I'm going to take a shot on the over. Let's see if we can cash it. The Cubs have been a good over team uh, last, in particular down the stretch here. They're 11-2 to the over, their last 13. They're 6-1 to the over, their last seven on the road. And again, 6-1 to the over, their last seven against Pittsburgh. So I'm open for some runs here between Steele and Miguel Yahuar. Uh, I think he's a young player here, so let's get some runs in that one, guys. I'm on the over, Cubbies over eight and a half. Keep on cruising. I'm gonna buy low. I'm gonna call this an intuition play. You had a little bit of money hit Baltimore here, but guys, I'm playing the Red Sox. I think you got a good advantage here with Boston. After they stumbled in that first game, they clawed back with a win yesterday. But my socks, I'm gonna buy low on this number. They opened minus 225. They're down to minus 205. So yes, there was a little money to hit Baltimore here. But this is a bet for me on a Red Sox team that's desperate and intuition-wise, a bet against Alexander Wells. If you look at Alexander Wells, uh, lefty here, he's 1-3 with a 7.61 ERA. He pitched against the Red Sox uh, not too long ago, about 11, 12 days ago, September 19th. Gave up five runs in five innings. So the Sox lit him up a bit. Uh, Red Sox are 13-5 against Baltimore this year. They're 59-30 as a favorite, and Baltimore is 46-96 as a dog. Sox need need these games. And I think with Wells on the bump, uh, the Sox lineup is going to get to him. So I know that did dip a little bit. You could say Baltimore was, you know, contrarian um, little reverse line movement, excuse me, to a divisional dog high total. So they check off some boxes. uh, But I'm going to use my intuition and bet against Alexander Wells here. Give me the Sox at minus 205. Keep cruising. Next one up. This is going to be is going to hurt Governor Ned Lamont of Connecticut, but I'm going Toronto here, guys. What I like about this one is it's kind of a fade the trendy dog. You know, the Yankees are uh, getting around plus 135, and people are saying, yeah, I'll take the Yankees here with that plus money. But Robbie Ray is on the bump today and Robbie Ray quietly uh, is in the Cy Young conversation. I got to double check his odds. The guy's 13 and six, 2.68 ERA. Kluber has been pretty good since he came back from injury five and three, 3.82 ERA, but I'm going to go Toronto here at home guys. What I like about this one, it's kind of an even ticket counter, slightly Yankees yet, Big money looks to be Toronto. A lot of these books open Toronto at home around minus one thirty-five. They've been steamed up to around minus one forty-five. And we look at Toronto; um, they are eleven and seven against the Yankees here, and they would match a system for me. Uh, home favorite off a win. You will get these home favorites off a win. So, you've got the home team behind you. You're expected to win, and you're coming off a win with some good mojo and momentum. Sixty-one percent this year. Five nineteen and three thirty-two. About a four percent ROI. So not a huge system, uh, but you also had maybe some under money. Eight and a half looks like it's falling to eight. You're kind of in that uh, favorite low total range with it now at eight. So I'm going to take a shot on Toronto here. I think, uh, I think, and especially with the bats of Toronto, see if they can, uh, they can keep barking here. Uh, let's go Jays. I'm on a minus one forty-two. I think is the number I got. Uh, keep cruising. Mets under. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm going Mets under tonight, guys. The under is three and zero this series. Uh, you look at this total of seven and a half. Uh, public is is saying, give me the over. It's got to go over. it so low. However, it's seven and a half. A lot of books, excuse me, guys. A lot of books um, are even minus one ten, or I even see a couple of shops that are like minus one twelve. Maybe like they're going to minus one fifteen to the under seven and a half. So kind of a reverse line move under uh, in terms of juice at least. And then also two under teams. The Mets are eighty-two and sixty-nine to the under this year. Miami is seventy-eight and seventy to the under this year. The under is three and zero this series, uh, and the under is four and one the last five head-to-head between these teams. So. Uh, another benefit would be wind blowing in at City field about seven to ten miles an hour blowing directly in and Nick Marley home plate ump uh, almost 56 percent to the over or sorry to the under 41 and 33 to the under 50 55.4 percent so checking off some boxes for me uh maybe I don't want to you know lay a minus 190 with the Mets I was considering them they open like minus 175 but in these games to me I think my bigger edge is a low scoring spot so I'm going Mets under seven and a half there I was able to get uh, and a lot of you guys were too. Tampa Bay to the under yesterday got a little dicey there I'm um, kicking myself that I didn't play Tampa though because uh, I guess it was kind of a line freeze you know it even moved a little bit there uh, to Houston so I, maybe maybe on second thought I'm not I didn't that wasn't a blueprint play for me but if Tampa Bay's getting plus money there I think we got to we got to play them guys I'm on Tampa Bay today off that win 7 nothing yesterday public's all over Houston here but we've, we're looking at a line freeze these books pretty much open minus 150 at home for houston and they've stayed minus 150 they've even crept down to like minus 145 at some shops so some reverse line movement to tampa bay uh they would match as a line freezer rlm spot also the system we really like that late season good team as a dog so your win percentage is 600 or more and it's in uh, september you're a dog and especially if you're on the road 45 and 48 48 percent you say wow that's not that's still you know below 50 percent josh that's losing Nope. You're a dog. So you're getting these plus money payouts. So your ROI return on investment is actually 7% with these good teams getting plus money down the stretch. So kind of a line freeze, little RLM. I got a good system play there going Tampa Bay. Uh, It doesn't hurt. That would, that would be a road dog kind of high total there. It looks like it did fall nine to eight and a half though. Uh, And then also we do have uh, a little bit of a a road ref here. Ryan Wills. He's a Willis or Wills. He's a, a new umpire here, but the road team, uh, is 13 and 9 when this guy Wills is the home plate on. So I'm going Tampa Bay. See if we can get a little plus money payout there. Plus 139. Uh, keep on cruising. Taking the Detroit under guys. Uh, we've seen these unders come through. You kind of think of Minnesota as an over team. They're Actually, one of the best over teams, 84 and 66. But Detroit's one of the best under teams, 87 and 66. So uh, again, the under is uh, let's see, 2 and 0 this or 3 and 0 this series, I believe, or 2 and 0 this series. Um, but we've seen these lower scoring games. And what I like is everyone betting this over between Scoobyl and Ryan open eight and a half with the total. It's juiced up under minus one twelve, minus one fifteen. So some under liability there. Again, three and zero to the over this series. And if you look at um kind of just some weather spots, we got some wind blowing in uh at about seven miles an hour directly in. Uh so I'm gonna take a shot here on the under. Maybe we get another low scoring game under eight and a half uh with Detroit. Everyone taking over yet uh line freeze and the juice is trending downward. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm going San Fran Los Gigantes once again. Uh, This game open minus 185 Uh, San Fran at home. They've been steamed up to minus 210. Uh, I love this spot for San Fran. Number one, they've owned Arizona 16 and two this year against Arizona San Fran 50, uh, 51 and 26 at home, Arizona 20 and 60 on the road. You also have two lefties here. Casimir against Bumgarner and San Fran is 26 and 20 against lefties. Whereas Arizona is 12 and 34 against lefties. So we've seen that big steam move towards San Fran, minus 185 to now around minus 210. If we look at um, some system matches here, 15 cents of steam or more off a win, 59% with a 4% ROI. Uh, home faves 200 or more, 71% with a 2% ROI. Uh, Giants is a home favorite, 40 and 15, 73%, uh, and then also have some good home favorite didn't make the playoffs last year, 60% uh, with a 2% ROI. So all matches with San Fran, give me Los Gantes here, getting it done. And then late night, anyone want to sweat an over last game of the night uh, at Chavez Ravine, which, by the way, me and my dad, we got a bucket list. Uh, we, we we said a long time ago, we got to get to Dodger Stadium. And by the way, any Curb Your Enthusiasm fans out there, Curb is coming back in October. Larry David, LD, uh, and the whole team is coming back. And the all-time greatest Curb episode is when he tries to use the carpool lane to get to Dodger Stadium, and then he has a run-in uh, with, uh, with something he had on his in his jacket. Uh, If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. And he has to, uh, he gets to help his dad with glaucoma. He has to hire a prostitute to go take the carpool lane. It's the greatest curb of all time. Uh, But that's a tangent. Uh, But me and my dad, we do have to get to Dodger Stadium one day. So uh, anyway, I'm on the over tonight, guys. Uh, San Diego Dodgers. uh, You had a little bit of movement to San Diego. You know, Dodgers open like minus 240. They're down to minus 200. If you want to play San Diego, I get it. But I can't back Velasquez here. Uh, and my play actually with Velasquez on the bump is take the over. Uh, one thing I've noticed here, San Diego, pretty good to the over this year, 83 and 69. Dodgers are more of an under team, 81 and 67. But so far this series, um, you know, totals one and one. You had that 11 and nine game yesterday, which by the way, if you ended up sweating the Dodgers, uh, man, they needed a bunch of home runs late to, to take the lead there. Uh, but the over is six and two, the last eight at home uh, at Dodger Stadium against San Diego here for the, um, for the Dodgers. And also if you look at the the Padres, they've been a big over team over is 12 and five, their last 17. Uh, And again, the over is that six and two at the Dodgers and eight and three, their last 11 on the road. So a lot of over trends and the over is three and one, uh, the last four matchups between these teams. But to make it very simple, guys, this is a bet against Velasquez. He's three and eight with a 6.22 ERA. This guy gets lit up every time he takes the field, knock on wood. See, now he's going to pitch a gem, seven innings, one run. Uh, but the last three games he's pitched, here are the runs scored for the opponent, 10-8-8. Eight, eight. And you get a couple there from San Diego as well. I'm going over nine with the Pods and the Dodgers late night. So for those playing at home, before we take a break and switch to football, and a little WNBA uh, on a Thirsty Thursday, eight plays. Cubbies over eight and a half. Red Sox minus 205. Toronto minus 145. Mets under seven and a half. Tampa Bay plus 139. Detroit under eight and a half. San Fran minus two Oh seven and the Dodgers over nine late night guys. Uh, there you have it halfway through the pod. Do not go anywhere. When we get back, we got to talk Thursday night football, not only in the pros, but in college, got some WNBA to finish off the day. Uh, so do not go anywhere. Now I'm going to have some interesting takes here, guys. You know, This isn't just the conventional spread in total for me in this, uh, this Jags game with the, uh, with the Bengals. I got I got some props. I got some survivor tips. I got some teaser opportunities. We're going to hit on it all. we get back on episode 419 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind in the arena with every single day, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. All right, everyone, we are back at it. After starting the pod, recapping a great bounce back day in MLB. Eight and four plus 2.24 units ran through the board today. Now we transition to a little foosball, a little football, pro in college, and then we'll finish off with WNBA. But tonight's game, guys, a couple things going on here. So number one, uh, this is a, I would say, kind of pro and Joe towards Cincinnati. So we look at both these teams. Jags are 0-3, 0-3 ATS. Now the angle here or something that we've seen so far is rookie quarterbacks, rookie QBs. Uh, are one and ten straight up, one and ten ATS. They've really, really struggled. The ironic thing is the only win in cover. It had to be you know someone covering. It was two rookies against themselves. It was Mac Jones against uh, against Zach Wilson. So betting against rookie QBs has been super profitable. Now you look at the Bengals. They've been a bit of, of a surprise here. Two and one straight up, two and one ATS. Uh, they beat the Steelers last week, which if you had the the uh, the cojones to put on the hazmat, that was a, a super sharp play. Everyone on Steelers, but that was three and a half down to two and a half. So the Bengals have been a bit of a bit of a surprise here. Now, what I've seen across the market, so number one, public is all over Cincinnati. You're getting about three out of four bets here uh, on the Bengals around 70%. I think according to BetMGM, it's around 72%, something like that. So Cincinnati, of course, is the public play. But I don't think they're just public. I think you had early money on the Bengals here as well. They opened six and a half at a lot of shops, minus six and a half at home. They've been steamed up to around minus seven and a half. So here's my thing uh, obviously we know that sharps move numbers, you know, public really doesn't move numbers. It has to be in so insanely overwhelming that maybe they'll take up the juice or, uh, maybe a half point, but really it's respected money that moves numbers. Now, if you're forcing me, so here we go. I'm not going to play the conventional spread here, guys. This is my thinking. Number one, if we're betting Bengals minus seven and a half right now, we're getting the worst of it. We could have gotten minus six and a half minus seven. Um, we're also super with the public here. Uh, but then again, do I want to bet the Jags? Do I want to bet a team that's 0 and three straight up own three ATS when rookie quarterbacks are one in 10 ATS? Um, uh, they are contrarian and heavily bet game. You are getting inflated line spot, but I'm not doing it. I'm not betting the Jags here either. So to me, I'm not touching the spread. Uh, but what I think you can do is you can bet this game in other ways. And I think this is very important. If you don't, if you feel like you don't have an edge and you don't feel confident, and we we'll always talk about being a lawyer and building a case and trying to check off as many boxes as you can to feel like you can convince a jury uh, to convict or, 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 let go. And of course, as a better, you're trying to uh, convince yourself enough to fire on a play here. So I don't have enough on the spread. Again, we have seen these primetime dogs. What are they now? Let me double check. I think they're five and three, eight, they're five and four ATS. I also have a system on buying low on own three teams. That's 59% ATS, but I can't do it, guys. I can't bang my head against the Jags, how bad they are. I have a rule now. Jags and Jets, I can't do it. No can do. So here's the thing. I'm also not going to be with the public and lay the worst of the number now that it's 7.5. So what I'm going to do, guys, I'm going to bet this game in another way. This reminds me a lot when Jacob DeGrom pitches, and instead of laying DeGrom in the Mets minus 250, minus 300, There are other ways to bet to Grom, take his K's over, take the the team total opponent under, take the first five under. There are different ways to bet kind of the same thing in your head. So here are a couple plays. If you want to back Cincinnati, number one, I think they're great as a teaser play here to me. This is a great teaser spot. It reminds me a lot about, um, you know, kind of that spot with uh, last week with the Panthers and the Texans, but here's the thing. A lot of people bet teasers just to say, give me more points, increase my chances of winning. But no, if you want to be a pro, you bet teasers only through multiple key numbers. You got to go through the three and through the seven. That's called the Wong teaser. And it's it's been proven to be the most successful teaser overall because most games land on the, the three or the seven, the two biggest key numbers. So since he's in a perfect teaser spot, minus seven and a half, six point teaser down to minus one and a half. So you could take that through the seven, through the three. Now you ask yourself, who am I going to pair them with? Uh, and a lot of pros like these two-team teasers, six points. You get, it's around minus one twenty juice, basically uh, just the juice price here. Um, and you can tell it's it's profitable because it used to be minus one ten, now it's minus one twenty. If they increase the juice on on a on a bet like that, a situational bet, then really the house is making you pay more because you know a lot of pros are winning these bets. So, my, so minus seven, uh, seven and a half down to one and a half. Um, I would pair them with New Orleans. New Orleans is at home against the Giants. Uh, I would say there was a little giant money there. I think it was minus nine and a half down to minus seven and a half with new Orleans, but that's seven and a half. Same thing. You take them to one and a half, uh, and you see if the saints can get it done at home against the G men. So my play number one is if you want to make a spot here, uh, on the Thursday night game, tease the, the Cincinnati Bengals down to one and a half. The other play here would be anybody in survivor. I think this is a really sneaky, good survivor bet here because, uh, I'm in my league, uh, and Yahoo with all my buddies and I get a breakdown and we talked about going contrarian and survivor. Again, you want to just win in advance, but you also want to be smart and not bet what everyone else is doing. Cause you got to separate yourself from the pack. Everybody's on the bills this week. Bills are what a 16, 17 point favorite at home here against Houston. They're 16 and a half. It looks like everyone's on the bills. If you want to save the bills for later Thursday night football, you see a great trend toward home teams and home favorites. So I would even look at Cincinnati as a survivor play. You seeing if they can just win the game here. So I think that's worth a look—the teaser or survivor angle. But if that—if none of that intrigues you guys, a couple other things I'm looking at. I'm taking the over tonight. I, I know I'm with the public here. I don't think it's crazy overwhelming, but a couple things at play. So number one, the total opened at a lot of shops, 45 and a half. Uh, some have been bet up to 46. 40. I see some books creeping up to maybe 46 and a half. I'm gonna take a shot on the over 46 here now. One thing at play is primetime overs, 8 and 1. Now, I think at some point you're going to see regression there just because these big public, uh, you know, popular plays to the over, the odds makers know that. Eventually they'll shade it. We're going to see regression. But I think tonight, uh, this over 46 has some value. My angle would be the Jags defense. They're giving up uh, almost 31, 30 points a game here. So they've been getting lit up left and right. Uh, Bengals have been putting up, I think they're averaging, let me find it for you, 22, 23 points on offense. Maybe get some garbage touchdowns from Jacksonville, but I see this th- game going over. It's kind of a, it's been ticked up a little bit. You've got a great primetime overtrend. I'm going to take a shot on the over 46. See if we can get some points in this one against a terrible Jags D. And speaking of a terrible Jags D, I got some prop bets guys. I got two more prop bets. Um, so my angle here, when I bet props, I want to see a situational I feel like I have an edge basically. So I think the edge tonight is the Bengals' offense against the Jags' defense. Again, Jags are giving up 30 points per game. They're also giving up, um, in the air, 302 passing yards a game. That's the fifth most in in the NFL. So they're getting torched. They even traded away C.J. Henderson, a guy they drafted really high here just a couple years ago. So they give up a ton of yards in the air. So what does that mean for me? I'm going to target the two Cincinnati Bengals players, who I think are the two best players on the field. Number one, Joe Burrow. I'm going Joe Burrow over 248 and a half passing yards, kind of like our Jalen Hurts prop from the other night. Um, Burrow hasn't gone crazy here this year, 172, 207, and 261. But I think the matchup against this this really bad pass defense is going to benefit Burrow. And then the other play here is Jamar Chase. Uh, Jamar Chase, I'm going Jamar Chase over 71 and a half receiving yards. Uh, this guy is, is, I think, when we talked about on the show yesterday BAA, uh possibly you know with all these rookie quarterbacks struggling Jamar Chase is plus 450 to win offensive rookie of the year if the, if these rookie qbs continue to to really stink i think he could put up some big numbers he already got four touchdowns through three games uh i could see chase maybe sneaking in there he had troubles with drops during the off season or during the uh, the summer but this guy looks legit and this connection to burrow is legit so uh taking advantage of a bad jags defense especially through the air I'm going Burrow over 248 and a half passing yards, and I'm going Jamar Chase over 71 and a half uh, receiving yards. So that's my play tonight, guys. I'm not touching the conventional spread. To me, you, you tease Cincinnati down to one and a half if you want to play them. Uh, maybe pair them with New Orleans. You could use Cincy and Survivor. Uh, you can, and I'm also on the over. That is an official play for me on the total over 46, and then primetime Time over 8 and 1, and then of course Burrow over 248 and a half passing, and Chase over 71 and a half receiving those are my plays for thursday night football uh and then lastly uh or a couple more here virginia and miami so we got a college football game tonight this kind this one kind of snuck up on me um you know this was uh you know typically thursday night we have a few of them there's only i see arkansas pine bluff and prairie view uh but that data is like there's almost nothing to go off of there uh so i'm going to uh, i'm going to skip that one but i'm going to buy low believe it or not guys i kind of like this bet um With Virginia, So my angle here, so this is Virginia against Miami, two ACC teams, and I'm going to buy low on Virginia. So to me, what's going on here, public just sees the U and wants to back the U. But the angle for me is Derek King is supposed to be out for this game. Maybe something miraculous will happen where we'll see a tweet where he's playing. But he looks to be out with an injury, I think a shoulder injury. So they're going to go to uh, either their number two or number three backup quarterback. And I think the angle here, guys, is buying low on Virginia. Uh, Virginia is a team that's lost two straight, uh, to UNC. They got blown out 59, 39. They lost to wake 37, 13. You know, we had wake in that one last week. So I like that one. They have an extra day of rest. They play the 24th, maybe play the 25th, but no Dear at King and everyone's leaning Miami and Miami did tick up a little bit. I think at one point they were minus four, minus four and a half. They're now at five and a half. I don't know how you can lay this number with a backup quarterback with Miami in a conference spot where historically we've seen these um, short road conference dogs do very well. So also Brennan Armstrong, the quarterback for uh, for Virginia. I, I feel like I read something. He leads the, the entire college football in passing yards, like 430 passing yards a game. Um, so I'm going to buy low on Virginia off a couple losses. Uh, I'm going to bet against a backup quarterback. I'm taking Virginia here, guys. UVA, let's go Cavs. Virginia, plus five and a half. I think we get a, a tighter game than, than maybe this, uh, this this spread uh, Portends tens here so i'm on, I'm on the Cavs plus five and a half extra day arrest no king armstrong's great through the air and it's kind of a classic you know we talk about road division dogs baseball or nfl but uh road conference dog i think it's maybe a field goal game give me uva buying low after a couple losses here guys uh to finish off the pod a couple WNBA because you know i love my WNBA. uh and again it was a, a tough start with the the overs here but they have rebounded they're now three and three but they started one and three and, uh, and the, the trolls were, were chirping at me on Twitter. Nice over system, loser. Uh, well, give it some time. It's a, it's a sample size. You got to keep playing. But I'm on both overs tonight, guys. I'll make it very simple for you. Uh, the sky and the sun over 155. That's the play for me. A lot of these books uh, open like 155. Looks like it may be creeping up to 155 and a half. But these teams went to double overtime. We got her over last time. They scored 196. And again, the updated trends here, guys. Now 3-3, three and three, but playoff over since 2016, 58%. 50 and 36. So, I think maybe the later in the day we see this thing creep up, maybe 155 and a half, 156. I'm on over 155 with the sky and the sun. Uh, and then uh, next one, Mercury and Aces. I'm on over 170 and a half here, guys. This one opened a lot of shops 170, ticking up to 170 and a half. So we've seen evidence of a little bit of over money hit the market here. They scored 186 their last time, and these are now playoff series. Just so you know, uh, just like any other conventional you know playoff series. Uh, but we do have our our overs the last 5 years again since 2016 58% but it's 60% if the total is 160 or more so those high total overs tend to go over as well so i'm going sky over 155 i'm going aces over 170 and a half uh there you have it everyone uh another day another dollar i want to remind you as uh, as always if you enjoy the pod if you had a good day in baseball yesterday good day 8 and 4 plus 2.23 units if the pod has helped you become more confident as a sports better, beat some more closing lines. feel like your bankroll is increasing a little bit here. Uh, and you're feeling like, Hey, I, I'm taking my bias out of it. I'm betting based on data analytics. I'm, I'm taking a contrarian angle. Maybe you used to, you know, have no bankroll management at all. Now you're flat betting. You're avoiding parlays. You're, you're seeing some, uh, some signs of success here, guys, if that's the case, and I hope that it is, if you want to make my day, let me know. You appreciate the pod and the hard work I put in grinding the sharp contrarian model every single day. There's one thing I ask of you, buy my book, buy it for a buddy of yours in Connecticut, a relative who now is legalized sports betting. It's called the everything guide to sports betting. You can just go to amazon.com, type it in, pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean a ton to me guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry evolving slowly from a uh, rookie sports better in my, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21. When, uh, you know, I was uh, doing everything wrong that I know now uh, to avoid betting based on favoritism and playing my favorite teams and uh, parlaying everything, never winning, but loving betting. And then slowly learning through working at sports insights. My first break in the industry where I worked for eight years, learn really the data driven contrarian analytics based approach to betting. Um, and, and again, it got all these things I've learned, tips, strategies, how to go contrarian, how to read line movement, how to set up a bankroll management plan, uh, how odds are set, why they move all this stuff, how to place a bet in person or online tips and strategies and specific chapters for each sport. It's all included in my book, the everything guide to sports betting. So, Go to Amazon. Pick up a copy. It would mean a lot to me, guys. If you've already bought a copy of my book, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. But with that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, uh, the Brook in New Hampshire, and guess what? I'm adding a new one today, guys. Or whether I see you at Foxwoods in Connecticut. Or how about uh, how about out west? How about in Vegas? How about the beautiful Circa? Sweat and Sharp contrarian plays at Stadium Swim, getting a victory burger there. Uh, or at the good old South Point where the True Grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. And after a good MLB last night, you're going to show me a Rockies ticket. Uh, Minus 108, beating the closing line. Toronto, even money, minus 105 pretty much. Minnesota, laying it. How about Kansas City, turning on the heat there late, getting getting us an even money plus 100. How about a Tampa Bay under nine? How about a White Sox minus 165? How about a San Fran minus 250? But really, how about Seattle? They keep giving us Seattle even money. Are you kidding me? Mariners, baby. Mariners have been getting it done for us lately. Well, there you have it, everyone. Uh, my parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we're playing a long game. You can always get wrapped up in a good day or a bad day, but you're never as good as you think you are when you're hot. You're never as bad as you are uh, when, when you're cold. You're always somewhere in between. So we're playing a long game, guys, and the, the whole strategy here is, you know, is I'm not a pro handicapper. I can't tell you hey, the Bengals should be minus 5 tonight, or they should be minus 10. Uh, What we do is we look for sweet spots where we can be simultaneously against the public, with the pros, with the house, beat the closing line, and flat bet no parlays. That is our ticket to being successful sports bettors long term. So there you have it, everyone. Have a great Thursday. I'll see you at the window. Enjoy your sweats. Great day. Great day to be in the arena uh, grinding, as always. So uh, let's see if we can turn a profit going into a big – Fade the public Friday for tomorrow, guys. So hope to see you on Lombardi line. Uh, and then, of course, hope to see you three to four on Betting Cross America, me and my guy Mike Pritch. And I'll be on uh, Rush Hour tonight at 6.15 p.m. Eastern time, as always. So good luck, everyone. Have a great thirsty Thursday. Cash your bets. And, of course, uh, hopefully you cash them. And when you do, when you, when you turn in that ticket, tip your ticket writer. It's a good thing to do, and it'll give you some good mojo, good karma moving forward. Uh, but have a great Thursday, guys. I will see you tomorrow for Fade the Public Friday. Good luck.